organizations that really, really thrive become really, really good at pruning. Produce doesn't happen on trees that don't get pruned. A tree that doesn't get pruned is like a fifth as fruitful as a tree that gets pruned. If we don't prune our businesses, there's no way that we are reaching our full potential. You've got to look at areas in your organization that can be pruned. Welcome to the Growability Podcast, where we equip leaders and entrepreneurs to grow scalable, effective, and generous organizations. I am your co-host, Bernie Anderson, along with the founder of Growability, Joshua McLeod. Joshua, what is our topic today? Bernie, did you know that only 30% of small business leaders have a plan for their business? So this is step five in the Growability model, implement strategy. And there are seven key ingredients in step five for developing a strategic plan. And that's what we're going to cover. Seven things like that. That seems like a lot. Do you really need to have seven ingredients to have a good strategy? To have a strategy? No, you don't need seven ingredients to have a strategy. To have a good strategy? Yes, you absolutely need seven things to have a really good strategy. Your strategic plan is the plan for your organization. It's how you do what you do. So making sure that you have the right ingredients is critical. Well, let's start with the first ingredient then, uh, self-assessment. Talk to us a little bit about that. Bernie, I have a 10-year-old. And one of the things that I love about 10-year-olds is they assume, and I think this is just part of being 10, they just assume that they're good at everything that there is. Are you good at basketball? I'm great at basketball. There's nothing that you just can't do. If you're 10, you see the world and you're Especially if you're a 10-year-old boy. Yeah, 10-year-old boy. If you're a 10-year-old boy, there's nothing that I can't do. A lot right. of times business owners are kind of like 10-year-old boys. They just assume they're going to be really good at everything that there is to do. There are four things at every organization that if you lead the organization, you do have to be good at. Those four things are leadership, teamwork, management, and marketing. So at Growability, we created a comprehensive assessment called a Growability Score that allows you to measure your performance in these four areas, and then you have a score from zero to 100. So if I take my growability score and I've got like a 20, yeah, I got some work to do. If I've got like a 70 or an 80, okay, you know, you can start creating a strategic plan. What an assessment does is an assessment helps you look at yourself, look at your organization and say, hey, Are we healthy in leadership? Are we healthy in teamwork? Are we healthy in management? Are we healthy in marketing? Every single leader has the challenge of, I don't know what I don't know. That's right. If you have a good assessment, your assessment not only reveals, hey, you don't have health in this area, but it also says you should have health in this area. In a sense, you're revealing what you should know. And so doing Mm -hmm. that assessment is really critical for strategy. Okay, so we, we have an assessment. What is the second ingredient for creating a good strategy? Bernie, the second ingredient for creating a strategy is having a goal. At Growability, we use a tool called GPS Goals. The G stands for growth, the P stands for purpose, and the S stands for stability. Every organization should be growing. Even if you look at a 100-year-old tree that's out there growing, an oak tree out in the forest somewhere, it's still growing. Healthy things grow. 
if you've gone through growability step one and you have a clear vision, mission, and value statement, well, growth is always going to be connected to that vision statement. The P in your goal is going to be connected to your mission statement. And then the S, that stability goal, is actually connected to the growability score. So we just talked about having stability for leadership, teamwork, management, marketing. Well, I want to make sure that I'm stable in each of those areas. So the second step is to have GPS goals, growth, purpose, and stability. And I like that idea. If I get in my car and I'm looking for where am I headed, well, the first thing I want to do is I want to punch in the GPS. This is where I'm headed to. Well, having GPS goals allows you from a growth standpoint, where am I going? From a purpose standpoint, where am I going? And from a stability standpoint, where am I going? Yeah. This also, Joshua, helps the business owner to understand how do I even need to set goals to begin with? Because if you're if you're if you aren't growing, you're not healthy. Right. Right. So an instability is going to eventually shut you down. And and purpose is like the reason that you're in business to begin with. So instead of just saying, so I'm going to create some goals for this <laughs> yeah. quarter year, like you're you're actually saying uh, that that we're going to have growth goals for this year. We're going to have purpose goals for this year. We're going to have stability goals for this year. And that drives right into the entire strategy of your business. That's exactly right. And 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 not only each year, we recommend at Growability that you have GPS goals for every quarter. If I have yearly goals and their growth purpose and stability goals, then that quarterly goal setting is really just a subset of creating goals for that year. It takes some work to get, make your goals simple and clear. It starts with GPS. What's the growth purpose and stability? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so that's our second ingredient. The third ingredient for creating a great strategy. What, what is that? Bernie, the third ingredient for creating a really good strategic plan is to accomplish what we call a branch manager. We liken growing a business in the growability model to growing a tree. Well, on a tree, I've got branches. What I want to do is I want to look at the branches of my organization, and I want to make sure that I have a focus for every one of those branches. You know, we have marketing, we have sales, we have different products, we have different services, and I look at each of those as a branch, and then I want to have a really good focus for each one of those branches. If you're going to be strategic, you got to look kind of big picture, what's the growth, what's the purpose, what's the stability that we're looking for, and then I can go down kind of on a little bit more of a micro level for each branch of our company, what's that one thing we want to focus on? What's that one habit that we want to focus on? If you do that, then you really have the elements of a good strategic plan because I'm not just big picture, but I'm also being tangible and practical. Well, and if you try to focus on everything, you're not going to focus on anything. That's that's kind of what it's I'm human nature. here. Yeah. Not having a plan is a plan. It's just a bad plan. Right. It's just a bad plan. Yeah. So good. Okay. So what's the fourth ingredient for a good strategy? Bernie, the fourth ingredient is a secret. In fact, it is such a oh. secret, I'm not going to share it. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. Right, we're done. I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> no, Bernie, the fourth, it is a secret though. The fourth ingredient in a really good strategy that is overlooked so often but is so critical is pruning. Pruning is the secret ingredient for successful businesses. Organizations that really, really thrive become really, really good at pruning. Produce doesn't happen on trees that don't get pruned. 
A tree that doesn't get pruned is like a fifth as fruitful as a tree that gets pruned. If we don't prune our businesses, there's no way that we are reaching our full potential. You've got to look at areas in your organization that can be pruned. You say that as if like, Oh, you just got to prune it. <laughs> pruning's hard. And yeah. Like pruning's a hard, yeah. a hard thing, right? I, hey, I didn't say that it was easy. I just said this okay. is a fundamental <laughs> for a, a business. You just make it sound so easy. It's so. For a, a strategic plan. Well, that does bring up a good point. If you're going to prune, if you're going to, let's say you've got 10 services at your company and you look at these 10 services and you're like, I can't do all of them well. So we're going to have to prune some. As a rule of thumb, never prune more than 30% from your organization. Don't prune more than 30%. I actually did this once. I killed a tree because I got so excited about pruning and I like pruned like 60% of the tree. Uh, That's a bad idea. Like don't ever prune more (laughs) than 30%. But think about this, Bernie. What's the first thing that a venture capitalist does when they buy a company? When somebody comes in and they buy a new company, They prune 30% of the company. All of the ineffective managers, they prune them. The the bad marketing, they prune it. The systems that aren't good, they totally prune it. They just get rid of it. And then what happens to the organization? Well, that organization multiplies. It scales. It grows. Why not be your own pruner? You should be the one that is reaching that full potential. So in a strategic plan, You always want to have strategic pruning. What is it that we can simplify in our organization so that we can multiply our organization? Okay, great. So what is the fifth ingredient for creating a great strategy? The fifth ingredient for a great strategy is perfect vendors for your organization. If you are working with the wrong vendors, your team is not complete in your business. One of the most important team members in your organization is the ideal vendor for the season that your business is in. What are vendors? IT companies, CPAs, marketing companies, attorneys, consultants. Those are the vendors of your business that make a huge difference in your business. I I was working with a client. I'm not going to mention the client's name. So we go in and we look at organizations. We we help them with their books. And I noticed that the way that the CPA had set up the books for this particular client was so inefficient that they were losing $80,000 a year simply because they weren't focused on the right things. And so I went to the client and I said, hey, These are the benchmarks in your industry for what you should be spending in these different areas. This is what you're spending in these areas. The plan that your CPA brought you is terrible. So you really should move on from your CPA. They're not helping your business. There's an $80,000 loss. So the leader of the company said, oh, yeah, I know. Um, But that's my buddy from like high school. And so I have to, I kind of have to keep working with that. And, and whenever I hear like your buddy f- is your vendor, that's kind of a little right. bit of a red flag because you can't, you can't fire your buddy, but you need to be able to fire any of the vendors that you have. Now, I'm not saying don't right. be friends with a vendor or something like that. Well, actually I do. Don't make your vendors your buddy. <laughs> your vendors need <laughs> right. to be able to 
provide a service for you. Like if I go to get surgery on my knee, I'm not going to hire the surgeon who's the nicest guy who's my buddy to fix my knee and make me be mm -hmm. able to walk. If I, if I go to get surgery for my knee, I need to make sure that the person working on my knee is the absolute best person in the market to work on knees. It, they don't have right. to be my best friend. They just have to be really good at what they do. When you're yeah. creating a strategic plan, strategically plan out whether your vendor is still the exact right fit for your organization. Is this what they do every day? Are they best in the world at this thing? Can they scale with your organization? Is this the right vendor for now? Part of the strategic plan is you need to vet all of your vendors to make sure that they're still the exact right fit for right now and fire all your buddies. All right. That's number five. So number six, what is the sixth uh, ingredient, Joshua? So Bernie, this may be surprising. The sixth ingredient for creating a strategic plan, number six, is create a budget. As a consultant, I started working with companies and they're like, where's the budget part? Where's the budget part? And I'm like, we're going to get to the budget part, but it's not yet time for the budget part. Because here's the deal. If your organization isn't healthy in leadership, management, marketing, teamwork, mm -hmm. I need to spend mm -hmm. money to up my game in those areas. If, yeah. if we don't have goals, I need to figure out how much money needs to be put into creating goals. If we're right. using the wrong vendors and I need to switch vendors, I need to know how much money that's going to cost to switch the vendors. Most people, when they think about budgeting, they think about looking at what happened last year and then do I need to make any slight adjustments because what happened last year is what's going to happen this year. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, once you start being more intentional and strategic about your organization, you have to be more intentional and strategic about your budget because you're not just building a budget based on what has been. You're building a budget based on what will be. Budgeting should be on the tail end of a strategic plan. Just dream first, create the strategy, and then yeah. figure out what your budget needs to be to make that dream a reality. That's so good. That's so good. Joshua, I think a lot of small business owners and nonprofit leaders, particularly, I think at least the ones I've worked with, um, they seem to be intimidated by this budgeting thing. Yeah. Uh, budgets are scary or whatever. But actually, when you know when you know what you're doing and you have a tool like the cost-based budget, budgets aren't really that horrible at all, are they? I mean, it's, 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 it's not so bad. No. And, and, and what's so bad about that is that so many times the business leaders, the only advice that they're taking is the advice from the CPA. So the CPA right. is really telling me everything about my business. Well, who starts running your business? If the money in your business is going to exactly what the CPA is saying, then the CPA is running your business. But CPAs aren't entrepreneurs. I need to be able to read all of my budget statements. I need to be able to read all of my profit and loss reports, my cash flow reports, my balance sheet. I need to be able to read all this for myself. I guess I'll, I'll, I'll renege a little bit. The only caveat to build the budget last is if you've never built any budget at all and you don't have any starting point, well, then you should start with that budget so that you actually have a framework that you can make adjustments from. Sure. But the game changes for people who are able to create budgets and create reports on budgets. It, it's like you're in that club and you're just able to, you know, walk, pl play with the big boys. You know, it, it's just yeah. it's just the way that it is. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, uh, okay. Okay, well, Joshua, what is the 
final seventh ingredient for a for creating a good strategy? The final ingredient, you've got your budget. And step six, the final ingredient is to make yourself apply the strategy. And the way that you do that is with a strategic calendar. In, in business and in life, it's not what you know that produces fruit. It's where you sow. So in the GrowAbility strategic calendar, we have three things that you do every year, three things that you do every quarter, three things you do every month, and three things that you do every week. The habit of making sure that planning your strategy gets on the calendar, that is the seventh step in creating a strategic plan. I need to actually implement the strategic plan. If it doesn't make your calendar, it won't exist. So step seven is very important that you actually set aside time to do the necessary work to create a plan. That's good. And I love having that on the calendar because then it it does keep you out of the urgent and important or urgent and not important. I don't want to live in a place of urgency all the time. No. And uh, so having that on the calendar will actually require you to make a plan. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. Well, Joshua, how can our listeners get their hands on the GrowAbility Toolkit and, and maybe specifically get their hands on the fifth step of the GrowAbility model for developing a, a comprehensive strategy at their business? Yeah, Bernie, you can. our online toolkit is at growability.com. And if you want a special rate, you can send an email to podcast at growability.com to get special offers on this toolkit and the other toolkits that are available through GrowAbility. Excellent. Well, Joshua, I think that's all that we have time for today. Any closing remarks before we we get out of here? When you have a plan for your organization, you can be more present every day And it gives you something to not stress out about. There are so many things in our work that we just are going to stress out about. When you have a plan, you can just look at the plan and go, okay, we're on track. And I need to chill a little bit. So if you need a chill pill at your business, call GrowAbility to come get a GrowAbility strategic plan. (laughs) It it is a good idea. (laughs) We will provide you with the The chill chill pill strategic plan. (laughs) I love it. I love it. All right. Well, with that, we want to remind everyone that you are doing better than you think and you have more potential than you know. Thanks for growing with us today at GrowAbility. Please be sure to like and subscribe to our podcast and to our YouTube channels. And if you would, share this with people you really like. We will see you next week. We'll see you next week.